Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. I don't know if you caught that, Craig. I think I lit fire to my microphone there, but that's right. Um, <laughs> you lit fire to your microphone. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot the microphone was close when I grabbed the cigar and it just kind of, it, you know, it's, 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 it's one of the hazards of the job, hazards of the job. So, hey, welcome back to the program. My name is Michael P. Worski coming to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most, from the co-host with the most here on the rundown to a views, conservative news and Craig. Thank, thank God, God it's Friday. It's Friday. Yes, folks, it is Friday. Despite all of our attempts to begin the weekend, sometimes we've been successful, sometimes not, but Friday is always the beginning. This is always the time in which, well, for many of you on the East Coast, most of you on the East Coast, you're already back. You're, you're done. Your workday is done. You're chilling. For many on the West Coast, we're still working for a few hours, but then not. We're at work, but not at work, if that makes sense. I like to think of Friday as the end of the hostage situation. You know, uh, we, we, we know, we, we know, listen, we're getting out of here. We're just not sure when, you know, the rest of the week we're trying to get out early, like trying to sneak out the back door. We're trying to make sure we don't get shot while we're doing it, you know, just, but Friday, we know the demands have been met. We're getting released. We're just not sure when we just have to make sure that we don't do anything stupid between now. That's right. And the release time. Exactly right. Yeah. Like, you know, go to your boss and say, hey, you know, I noticed. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I got some good George Carlin lines. I still can't even use them on the Internet. <laughs> he, he would say to his boss. So. Yeah. Don't do that. Just don't. Just no. not even that. Yeah. Got any special would plans for the weekend coming up? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. I know. It's the first weekend of Oktoberfest celebrations in Central Florida. So. See you Tuesday, probably. <laughs> yeah, if then. Luck luckily it's six o'clock on Tuesday, so we, we got it we got a shot at seeing you on Tuesday. Yeah, maybe. I mean if they bring the camera out to me, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the first weekend of the NFL season, so it'll be good football watching on Sunday. The what? NFL, National Football League. I'm not sorry. I'm not familiar. I, I didn't figure you would be, but that's okay. Real Americans are, but that's I. Right. Real Americans <laughs> are those the ones that? Oh, the real Americans that kneel down during the national anthem. Is that those ones we're talking about? No, they, they NFL players no longer kneel during the national anthem because it's not on TV. It doesn't happen. So, that, exactly right. What they do is don't air the national anthem anymore. <laughs> well, you know they do do that in baseball as well. But, you know, we won't let that. Never, 
One time, one major league player. He was banned from baseball, and he's never been back. One game, September call-up. Right. And it wasn't even like it was a real team. It was the Oakland days. All right, point made. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. <laughs> let's, let's get into the program, though. Let's go ahead and start with a quick uh, shout-out to our sponsors. Yep, let's say hello to our good friends over at Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. Now you can get yourself an AR barrel direct from the manufacturer for your next AR build or to rebarrel your current platform. That's hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Now you can take part in California's future today. Make sure you check out California's sixth congressional district race as well. If you want the best in concealment holsters, tactical holsters on the market, Get on over to Hog Holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com. Hogholsters.com. Get yourself a nice little discount. Use the discount code the rundown. All one word, no spaces, all caps. And they'll take care of you over there. And if you want to you want to go to the field, you get some awesome field gear, whether you're uh you're going hunting, you're going, you're going out going tactical, you're you're playing paintball, you're you're fishing, whatever it is, you get everything with the gun over at uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. These are our sponsors. They bring us to you so that we can bring you to them. So do us a favor. Do them a favor. Do yourself a favor. Visit them. All you got to do is follow the links in the description of this program. Go there. Check them out if you like what you see. Spend some money with them. Make sure you tell them it was the guys over at the Rundown that sent you. Also, please make sure, like, share, subscribe, like, share, subscribe. You know, hook us up. Make sure you let your friends know that this is the place to be. This is where all the really cool conversations are happening about guns and about politics. Every Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 3 um, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, 3 p.m. Pacific. There you go. Yeah, same bad time, Sounds same bad channel. All right. Yeah. Let's get here into our first story of the day. Uh oh, I got the wrong dude on here. What are you doing back on there? No one, no one, no one right wants dude. to it's see my. A- it's not the yeah. guy that's speaking, you know. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Okay, so a recent poll came out that has dem that has Democrats literally pooping bricks. I mean, they are so worried. And this this poll was so bad; it basically said that um, there is not a Repu- if Asa Hutchinson were running for president of the United States on the Republican ticket, he would beat uh, he would beat Joe Biden. Uh, it, it is, it is folks, literally it is, it is that bad. It is a cringe worthy poll for the president of the United States. This is according to the Washington free beacon. It says here, say it ain't, say it ain't Joe. Most Democrats concerned about Biden's age poll finds what's happening. A major, a majority of democratic voters say they are concerned that president Joe Biden 80 is too old to be running for re-election, according to a CNN poll released on Thursday, fifty-six percent of Democrats and uh, of Democrats and Democratic-leaning independents said they were seriously concerned that Biden's Biden's ad- advanced age and and agency agency anyway uh, to or, or adjacency. There you go. <laughs> Once I read the whole the whole sentence, adjacency to death. <laughs> might negatively affect his current level of physical and mental competence. Uh, Plus, just being Joe Biden, that definitely affects his competence. 
An even larger majority, 60% of Democrats, said they are seriously concerned that Biden's age could hurt his chances of winning the the 2024 election. Asked an open-ended question regarding their biggest concern about Biden as a candidate, most Democrats cited his age as well as other age-related factors uh, such as mental capacity, health, stamina, blunders, ability to handle the job. Now, Mike... This is separate from a Wall Street Journal poll that was does, done like a couple of days before, which once again showed literally, I mean, first of all, in this poll, 38%. That was his popularity. That, I mean, that was his favorable, uh, his favorable, yeah. 38%. Literally at this stage of their presidency, only one president since they've been doing this has ever had a poll numbers that bad. And that is Jimmy Carter. You know, Craig, I, I saw another uh, recent poll on this, but it, it, it uh, you know, you're comparing it to, to Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter, obviously, still alive. We've had this conversation many times where both you and I believe that, you know, our, our, our creator has allowed Jimmy Carter to live this long so he could see a president worse than himself. Um, and, and I think we could both agree that Jimmy Carter was a, betch, a but much better diplomat after the presidency than he ever was a president. So, agreed, agreed. Um, um, but uh, I, the study I saw said, imagine a theoretical race. If it was uh, Joe Biden versus Ronald Reagan, who would you vote for? Uh, you know, because we know that Reagan won by a landslide over Mondale, right? He took 49 out of 50 states. Uh, and so they wanted to know what the spread would be. They said, what would what who would win between Reagan and Biden? And it came back Reagan. But, Craig, it, it only came back with a with a five percent lead for Reagan. And, and, you know, the. The number one reason for that? Uh, because Reagan is dead. <laughs> if Reagan yeah, were alive, it'd be a lot, it'd be a lot bigger spread. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been dead for thirty years. Otherwise, it would have been a much bigger <laughs> spread. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True story, by the way. <laughs> I'm telling you. So I've been playing around with this. Uh, with uh, Adobe has like an AI image generator, and I've been playing around trying to create a weekend at Bernie's poster with Joe Biden. I can't, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to put in, how to give it the prompts to get the right picture. But when I do, I will definitely be sharing it. <laughs> I will definitely be sharing it on the show. There you go. Some unsolicited Joe picks. Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I'm just, the thing is, is that people, the, the average Democrat voter sees what, what the rest of us see. Number one, Bidenomics yeah. is not working. Number two, we clearly have a president that, you know, in his good days, when he was all mentally there, he was a liar and a crook. Um, yeah. who, who, by the way, by all accounts, was wrong on every major major uh, foreign policy decision that he yeah. ever made. Yep. That's on his. That's on his good days, right? Now he's all of that, and he's senile. Yeah, very true. Could you imagine Biden in his prime days, you know, uh, if, if he had a laptop, you know, and was leaving that around places? And <laughs> Well, you know, here's the thing. Oh, oh, wait, he's got the old chip off the old block doing that for him. Never mind. Sorry. There you go. There you go. So I'm like, look, it. do we really need to blame him for all the problems of his, you know, crack addicted son? Probably so. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with you. I go yeah. with. Yeah. 
<laughs> I just think, you know, it's funny, though, to watch Democrats say, well, I can't believe Republicans are, he's, he's dealing with his son who has drug addiction issues. I'm like, yeah, those drug addiction issues that uh, he's totally helped him out with by making him his bag man to go and collect millions yeah. of dollars for the, for the Biden crime family from foreign, na- from foreign nationals. That's how he chose to help his crack addicted son. I'm sure Joe takes more drugs than uh, Hunter, though. I mean, it's just like Thorzine, you know, and <laughs> adrenaline. and you know, Yeah, that, like that's that. all just to keep him upright. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what did, what did, uh, what did, what did uh, Trump say? Give him a nice shot in the ass. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Look, folks, all I can tell you is this, is that in the end, when it comes down to voting, most people who are going to vote, if it's, if it's Biden-Trump, it's all going to come down to this. Who hates who more? Do Democrats hate Biden more? Do Republicans, I mean, do, do Democrats hate Trump more? I th- or do, or do, do, do Republicans hate Biden more? I think that in an election like that, I think that Republicans have more of a reason to show up to the polls than do Democrats. Um. Yeah, and, and I mean, there's the other reason also, right, that we don't talk about, right, because we don't want to get banned, but, uh, you know, what, what would happen during an election? But, yeah, that's why we got to win by, you know, 20 points. That way we can actually win by five, right? Right. If it ain't, clo- if it ain't close, they can't cheat. Exactly. <laughs> sadly, that is, sadly, that's the way we got to play it. Yep. All right. Yep. Moving on to our next story. Now, here's an interesting reason why I think the president should, in fact, lose. Um. You may or may not know this, but those who are in this country illegally do, do in fact, get welfare. Well, <clears throat> there's a new report out that's showing that uh, they're getting a little bit more than uh, one would think. Now, according to this report, they're getting about $2,200 a month. Meanwhile, only $1,400 a month goes to U.S. retirees. I'll read this from uh, AM740 News Radio. You don't hear much anymore about the crisis at the border, and you are definitely not going to hear anything about this. According to a release by the legal immigration group Ally Pack, the Biden administration is giving illegal, alien, illegal aliens payments of $2,200 per month compared to just $1,400 for U.S. retirees. The Biden administration is giving more money to illegal immigrant invaders than to our own U.S. citizens, said William Green, William Jean, uh, Gein, uh, president of Ally Pack. Once once a person understands that, then th- that uh, understands that, then that person will always be on our side of illegal immigration debate, which is one which is very simple: keep them all out. Send them, send them all home, uh, which sadly has not been happening at all since Biden took office. Case in point, another example out, out, uh, pointed out by Ally Pack is an important story out of Arizona. Green uh, pointed to KT, KTRH. The Biden-Harris administration has ordered the Border Patrol to weld border gates and fence openings and that should tell them everything they need to know about how illegal immigration is happening. So in other words, they have to order people to actually, oh, I don't know, close the gates. Um, 
the point behind this is behind this whole story, Mike, is that, uh, you know, clearly they care more. This administration cares more about those who are coming into the country illegally than they do the people who actually lived here working. And when they talk about U.S. retirees, I'm not sure if that's U.S. government retirees or just retirees in general. Probably retirees. They're probably talking about Social Security checks as well. Probably, um, yeah. The, uh, uh, you know, every time, how many times we got to go back to this, Craig? You know, they're going to continue to uh, to give money, funds, checks, right, write checks to illegal immigrants because they're banking, banking, right, banking on the fact that if you come to this country and 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 this administration gives you free money, you're going to be grateful to this administration and vote yes for them. Uh, you know, and that's probably what they're going to get in the majority. It's not nearly the number you know that that i believe they think it is they think it's close to 100 percent and it's and it's much closer uh to uh to being even i believe as well because the people that are coming here uh you know want uh want good things they don't want criminals coming in next to them so but unfortunately they're giving the money to everyone including the criminals as well um they, they don't need to worry about giving the money to the retirees because craig they're about split 50 50 so they could just double down and go on the uh, uh, give it to the illegal immigrants and try and bump those numbers up. Right. Well, and once again, they're trying to buy votes. I think that's that's the yes. thing is there. But what they're finding is, is that in particular for those who are coming to this country from com former communist countries, they're not winning them because they what they're doing is they're looking and they're seeing the policies in particular, the social policies that are being put in place. And they're like. No, we just left that place. <laughs> we just left a country yeah. that was doing that. Uh, we're not. We're not. We're not down for that. Yeah, and and there is also a huge divide between the uh, the the South American, Central American folks that have been here for years and went through it and did it the right way. Now everybody else just being allowed to come through the gate. There's there's a, there's a big divide between them. There's a big uh, you know animosity between those two groups, even though they might be former countrymen it's 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 a it's a hatred of uh, how you how dare you come to my new country starting off by breaking the law well yeah well my my wife's family immigrated here and it, it was a long process and uh you know that's the way that's the way they feel they're like look we went through a long process we we did it all right and you know how fair is it that you just let people not only do they let people cut in front of the line they provide them incentives to cut in front of the line yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. All right. Uh, this next story you're going to find to be as stupid as as anything. There was a first grader who was suspended for using finger guns while playing with a classmate. Now, you may not wonder, what is a finger gun? This is a finger gun. As you can see, it is a deadly weapon. Therefore, one must be suspended from school for actually putting that thing or for actually utilizing it. Hold on, let me, let me pull up the story here real quick. So once again here, it says first grader suspended for using, uh, for suspended for using finger gun while playing with classmates. A first grader in Alabama, of all places, was suspended from their elementary school for using finger guns while playing with a classmate. Gerard Belcher, or Jared Belcher, no, Gerard Belcher, was uh, was shocked when he received a call from his six-year-old six-year-old school telling him he needed to pick up his son uh, because he had been suspended. 
And he was even more shocked when he discovered the reason why. I sat down and asked, I sat down and asked his teacher, can you tell me what happened? She proceeds to tell me that my son and another boy were playing, were playing with each other and using their index fingers, say fingers as a gun. Belcher, uh, Belcher told WBRC. While trying to understand the situation, Belcher asked the teacher if his son had threatened anyone or been violent. The teacher said no to both and said the finger guns are a part of Belcher's, of, of Belcher's son playing with another student. Belcher's son initially received a class three violation, which is also given to students who bring weapons to school. A, and Belcher was told his son would not be able to return on school grounds until the until a hearing was held. Eventually, it was dropped to a class two violation, and the student was able to return to school. But Belcher believes the entire thing should have been handled differently. Uh, can we just say, duh, it should have been handled differently, Mike? This would be me. I, this right here. I'm sorry. Let me let me hold it safely. You're right. Let me hold it safely. I shouldn't point it at you. <laughs> no, the, the whole first time you were very good. You you had to, you had to finger a, a muzzle awareness. I, I, I had muzzle um, awareness until I pointed it at you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm coming down and over. It's good. It's good. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I I noticed though that they said at first I thought Craig, well, this is a finger gun. There's no danger to it. But then they said it was a class three violation. And anybody that knows it's a class, what a class three violation means, that means this is an automatic finger gun, and uh, that's that's you know that's not something you want a student to have. An auto, an we are not fully, fully automatic finger gun. Um, the um, uh, Greg, I I just wish, I, I might I might get my my youngest uh, eighteen year old daughter to go back to first grade just so I can have her do this, just so I just so I could get called for her using a finger gun on school, and then I would be in with the teachers and. The teacher would say, this right here, sir, this is a suspension. It's a three-day suspension. And I would go, well, what's this one get you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's only a class two because it's nonviolent. Nonviolent, nonviolent. One deals with the right to keep and bear arms. The other deals with free speech. The other free speech. I, I did send you a little clip. I, I'm not sure if you want to play it. It's a, it's how I probably would have handled it as a student myself. Uh, uh, it's a, it's only about a 30 second clip, 40 second clip, but it's uh, it's it runs on cable, so it's got to be okay. You know, I think it's I think it's all right. right. Hold on a second. It'll take me just a quick second yeah. to download. Well, yeah. you know what? Here, let me see if I can put it on. Let me see it here. Let's put it on here, and I can just probably just play it directly from here. Make sure you guys can hear it. All right. Let's give her a whirl. Might help if I actually hit play, huh? To learn today, we sure do with your hands. Volume up, turn the volume up. Let's start the day with a few new math problems. What is five times two? Come on, children, don't be shy. Just give it your best shot. Yes, Clyde. Twelve. Okay, now let's try to get an answer from someone who's not a complete retard. Anyone? Come on, don't be shy. I think I know the answer, Mr. Garrison. <laughs> Shut up, fat boy. Hey, don't call me fat, you fucking Jew. Eric, did you just say the F word? Jew? No, he's talking about fuck. You can't say fucking school, you fucking fat ass. Kyle. Why the fuck not? Eric. Dude, you just said fuck again. Stanley. Who? Kenny. What's the big deal? It doesn't hurt anybody. 
go see the school counselor. How would you like to suck my butt? <laughs> what did you say? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... I believe you told me that was safe. <laughs> safe for cable. I distinctly said safe for cable. Oh, uh, folks, I'm sorry if you were offended. I am sorry. That was funny. I gave you 100% for that being funny. I just see. Just so you know. So when we're screening like the, the parting shots and stuff like that, just know if, if, if something winds up being a little bit salty, we know who it is, where it came from. <laughs> you know, just so you know. <laughs> here, here you go, folks. I, I, you want to know how, how the donuts get made, how we make the donuts? During the show, I said, or before the show, we I contribute stories and, uh, and, and, and parting shots to Craig. I distinctly hold back some parting shots and send them to him during the show, hoping he doesn't really look at them before he posts them. That, yes, that way there you go. You get a little extra funny fun out of him. Yeah, he he enjoys stuff like that. Anyway, that was hilarious. Uh, definitely not family appropriate, but it's Friday. So. That's what I would have done with that teacher. If the teacher said, "This is going to get you a three day violation," I'd have gotten on the bullhorn, Eric Cartman style, and said, "Ah, how about you, suck my mom, Mister Cartman?" <laughs> if I'm going home for three days, there's going to be a reason. <laughs> Let's might as well make it a week. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Can we go? Yep. Can we go for an even? Can we go for an even week? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Honestly, though, man, that would have been my response as well. Yeah. Yep. I'd have got I'd have got my whoop, my butt whooped when I got home. Yep. But that would have been my response. I because I recall having a similar response to an outrageous teacher in middle school and. uh I, I responded by I respond non to non too politely by referring to the teacher uh, by a certain uh, adjective or noun uh, something I won't say what it was but suffice it to say my father said you're right she is and then he whooped my butt. Uh, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. He's like he's like that wasn't your job to point that out. <laughs> yeah, at least go. not at least not to her. Your job to be the student. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, talking about students, Harvard University. Now, once again, this is probably no surprise, but Harvard University. So there's this group, first of all, let me go back. There's this group called FIRE, right? FIRE stands for... Uh, da, 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 da. Here, let's go to the front page and see if I can find it. FIRE stands for... Uh, the Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression. And one of the things they do is, is they rate colleges and universities based on how open they are to free speech. Things like, uh, what is the makeup of your professorship? Are you all the way politically one way or all the way politically another? Uh, they take a look at you know your curriculum and the things that they actually teach, courses they offer. They take a look at uh, like their speech policy, what they allow students to say and not say, what groups they allow on campus and not. And then do they censor speakers? Do they allow speakers of varying different, uh, varying different ideologies and thought processes? Well, they did that and then they ranked all of the universe or at least 257 universities. And Harvard, 
Harvard not only this year came in dead last, they got the worst score that Fire has ever given. In fact, it's so bad. They got a 0.00. And I said the only reason they got a 0.00 is because they don't give negative scores. Let's read this. It says, Harvard is constantly ranked as one of the best universities in the United States, but FIRE frequently find, finds itself in the odd position of giving this all-star academic school failing grades. Simply put, Harvard has, has never performed well in FIRE's college free speech rankings, finishing below 75% of the schools surveyed in each of the past four years. In 2020, Harvard ranked 46 out of 55 out of 55 schools. In 2021, they ranked 130 out of 154 schools. Last year, they ranked 170 out of 203 schools. And this year, Harvard completed or completed its downward spiral in dramatic fashion, coming in dead last with the worst score ever, 0.00 out of a possible 100. This earns it the notorious distinction of being the only school ranked this year with an abysmal speech climate. What's, uh, uh, what's more, granting Harvard a score of 0.00 is generous. Its actual score is negative 10.69, more than six standard deviations below the average and more than two standard deviations below the second to last schools in the rankings. Its Ivy League counterpart, the University of Pennsylvania, obtained an overall score of 11.3. And this is kind of some examples of some of the stuff that they did in uh, 2019 to this year, Harvard sanctioned four scholars, three of whom it terminated, uh, once again, for speech that it disagreed with. In 2020, Harvard revoked conservative student activist Kyle Cash's uh, acceptance over comments he made on social media when he was 16 years old, uh, for which he has since apologized. In 2022, Harvard disinvited feminist philosopher Devin Buckley from an English department uh, colloquium uh, on campus over his views on gender trans issues, meaning he probably believes that women are women uh, in particular and women with penises are not women uh, unless it's their husbands that they're keeping in their purse. Um, And then in 2019, Harvard was was, uh, the site of a substantial event event disruption when protesters interrupted a joint a joint talk featuring former Harvard president Lawrence S. Bacow and and graduate school of education Dean Bridget Terry Long by occupying the stage and refusing to leave. So by the way, and the thing to note about this is this is not just a reflection on the university on university administration and staff but also on the students, because in many cases, students are engaging in these protests, are are part of the process with their heckler's veto, which basically means we're going to show up, we're going to protest, we're going to scream, yell, and be violent uh, until you stop speaking. So anyway, Harvard, best university, in many cases, believe they're the best university, largely because they say, sit down, shut up, and uh, believe what we tell you to believe. Greg, I have here a a small list of colleges and universities that got a better score than Harvard did. 
Um, well, the first one being uh, um, Salisbury State. Salisbury State. And, uh, I, you know, for the longest time, I didn't even know that was a college. I thought that was a mis- mispronunciation. I thought somebody was talking about, about dinner. Um, <laughs> Skidmore University. Skidmore University. Got a better rating. Skidmore. Um, Transylvania School, state school. Yep, yep, that's a real school. Got a higher score. How about this one? You might recognize this one. South Central Louisiana State University Mud Dogs. They, they got a better score. They got, they, they got a better score. Listen, a zero. A zero. You know what that means, Craig? That means that the David Duke White Power University was more diverse. Okay? <laughs> that, that's, that's, this is just... How do you get a zero? You know what you do? You... When when the evaluator comes, you yell racist terms at him, and he runs away. That's that's how you get a zero. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny? So, and I noticed so in it, in California, the highest ranking school. First of all, only one school got above average. Most universities in California were below average. Uh, UC Davis, right here down the street, was like two thousand two hundred and thirty-seven out of two hundred and fifty. Uh, it was bad, but yeah, most California universities do not have good records when it comes to free speech. Um, but on, like I said, only one university was above the national average of all of these universities. And you know, Mike, the, get, what gets me is the university used to be the place where speech was supposed to be the freest, where people yeah. of different ideas and ideals and values and culture could come together and engage in intellectual debate and let the best person's ideas win. And it just ain't like that on college campuses anymore. You know, we, we've seen it waver too, and it's it's generational, maybe half generational. You like look look at colleges and universities during the Vietnam War. You know, they were they were liberal hotbeds. And then look what happened during the eighties and nineties in college. I mean, it became the place where you you went to find UFC fighters and and soldiers of fortune. I mean, it got it took such a such a reverse in the '80s and '90s, and we're we're back again there now. I think we saw a little bit of pride during uh, you know after 9/11, uh, and now we're back to these you know they, they want it's the transgender school of the future or whatever the hell they're naming the classes now. Yeah, it's bad, and it once again it's one of those things, and it's funny because I was at the other day that so the governor of California decided that he is going to take a bunch of state jobs that normally have been requiring a college degree and he was going to say, nope, we're not going to require college degrees for him anymore if it's not really required to do the job. And at first I was like, you know, great, dumbing down state jobs, yada, yada, yada. But then I realized, I was like, you know what? If universities are doing stuff like this, if they're more focused on indoctrinating than they are in actually teaching, then maybe maybe it's better not to encourage people to go to those universities. At least not if they're not prepared to go there and, and fight and stand up for what they believe. If they're not strong enough to go to a university and stand up for your rights and your values and the things that you believe in, then perhaps you shouldn't be there. You, you know, Craig, I, I really have no problem with them getting rid of education requirements if jobs don't require them. I mean, they got rid of the education requirements to be governor many years ago, and it hasn't affected your state at all. Well, no, they, the problem is, is that they've got the ed- it's not that they don't have the education. It's or they, they, let me clarify. It's not that they don't have the degrees. Uh, they've just the degrees too often now focus on not being educated. They're not from institutions of higher education. They're from institutions of higher indoctrination. There you go. And they're all 
They're all arts degrees, bachelors of arts degrees. Yeah, well, I like to say these folks are being educated into imbecility. There they are. That's my line. Hey, and listen, nothing wrong with a bachelor of arts degrees if it's something that's going you're going to produce with, you're going to right. get a job with. But if you're you're getting a, a you know a degree in you know 17th century French poetry because you like it, don't be complaining about your your uh, your, your college tuition. Uh, or, or you can't get a job afterwards. Okay? Right. Don't That's complain about you. your student loans when you got. I mean, here's the deal: if you you if you don't know how you're gonna pay for it, let me just let me just give you an example. You're gonna pay for your college degree with the job you get when you graduate. If you get a degree in something that nobody gives an, a flying fudge about, you're not gonna be able to get a job. And you're not gonna be able to pay back that student loan, you moron. Yeah, yeah. Listen, now I've got a I've got a cousin who's got a he's a he's a musician. He's got an arts degree, advanced arts degree, and he teaches in schools and he loves it. And I and and it's incredible that he's in schools and he fights to teach in some of these schools, you know, so kids can learn the arts because a lot of that's been eliminated from the from primary right. uh, education schools. Um, but don't don't think that you're going to get an arts degree and go out and become an accountant with an arts degree, okay? You you have to understand when you get an arts degree, it's going to be about the study of or the teaching of that art. Right. Well, that's why, you know, in the film industry, I know a lot of people go out and they get they get degrees in, in film. And I'm like, look, let me be honest with you. Most of the people, not most of the people, a lot of the people that I know who have made it in film or are making it in film, they literally didn't study it. They, they went out and they did it. Um, yeah. The, the advantages is you learn, you can learn all the formal stuff, but in the end, some, some jobs, some things you're going to learn by doing, not by going and getting a formal education. Right. Anyway. Very true. Moving right along. It is now time for our parting shots. Parting shots are brought to you by hog holsters. Get your hog holster at hogholster.com. Make sure you discount, use the discount code, the rundown, all caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster too. All right, so Mike, you've been you've heard about like Eric Adams and the whole the whole fit that he's been throwing about the uh, about the uh, yep. immigrants. Well, yep. this is an interesting one. So you're telling me that in New York City, illegals cost the taxpayers millions of dollars a day, but everywhere else they're an economic boom. Yep, exactly right. <laughs> Yeah, and this is, by the way, the reason why this is really funny is because Eric Adams, there's a a video of him when he first took office talking talking about how those who have entered our country illegally are a boom to the economy and they how they add to the economy and they they fill jobs and yada, yada, yada. And now all of a sudden, he literally just said the other day that they are going to ruin the city of New York. He's like, this this crisis is going to ruin the city of New York. And he's talking about a few, he's talking about, Tens of thousands of illegal immigrants when there are over 7 million have crossed across the southern border. Um, by the way, you know, there's a new policy they're talking about. They're talking, they're trying to, the administration is trying to make it so that some families are not, are going to have to stay near the border. In other words, uh, they're going to, it's basically rather than the stay in Mexico policy, it's going to be the stay in Texas policy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. know the comments that, that Eric Adams made were, were good for election, not good for being in office. Well, exactly because he's once again he, he dude is he he is part of the problem. It's like, look, D- 
Dude, what were you thinking when you passed your sanctuary city policy? Dude, were you thinking that was a joke? Or, or were you just saying, look, it's like say, it's like getting married and saying, you know what, baby, I love you. I'm going to be faithful to you all the time, all for the rest of our lives. Or until a hotter chick shows up. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I'm telling you, I, I really think it's going to come to this. Uh, uh, Eric Adams there, uh, again, former NYPD captain, right? So understands uh, what, it, what it takes to keep a city, uh, you know, crime free. Uh, is fighting every day with Kathy Hochul, the uh, the unelected governor of New York. Um, I believe that he's going to pull a little, little uh, uh, Governor Abbott there, and he's going to start sending immigrants in the city to live outside the Capitol building in Albany. I think it's going to come to that. Well, he, they're actually sending them to New Jersey. Well, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's what they're doing right now. They're sending them to New Jersey. Okay, this next I mean, one here is this is Texas speaking to New York, right? New York is yep. saying, no, 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 we can't let illegal immigrants come in. I mean, I mean sorry, the, the Texas. And then you have the state of New York saying, don't be racist, take them in. And so now you've got uh, now you've got the state of Texas telling them to come in, putting them on a bus, and sending them to New York. And they're saying, "Don't be racist, take them in." And New York is whining and crying. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Hey, and for the, for the record, with the New Jersey comment, there's nothing you could do to the state of New Jersey to make it worse. So that's why I'm okay. With it. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Okay, and then finally. <laughs> Just a little side-by-side -side comparison. Uh, let's see. There's the. I know that one symbol. That's the Democratic Party. What's that other symbol? That's the Aztec Indians. Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Doesn't ring a bell. I I, I can't place it. I don't. I don't. Is I believe that would be the the Nazi Party, the swastika. Let's see here. Uh, we got socialism. Socialism, and by the way, underneath underneath each of the symbols are things that they believe in. Democrats believe in a degree of socialism. By the way, that was the national no, social the National Socialist Party were the Nazis. Um, gun control definitely didn't want those people owning firearms. Same thing with Democrats. Control the media. Democrats definitely control the media. Censorship. Oh yeah, don't tow the don't. We already talked about that one today. If you don't tow the party line, get booted out. Ooh, abortion, population control. Yes, Nazis believed in it. Democrats believe in it. Worship the government, not God. Yep, it definitely fits. And encourage violence. Yes. Um, that does appear to be history repeating itself, doesn't it, Mike? I believe that's exactly what it is, Craig. Uh, um, by the way, again, I, I, I didn't know this till recently. I thought that, that D meant something else, just so you're clear. You thought that D meant something else. I thought that was an emoji for something else. Like, hey, I got the big D for you. That kind of thing. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll give you that one. All you got to do is go check on their Twitter page. That's their symbol on their Twitter and their Facebook page. Well, there you go. Because I'm daily on the Democrat Twitter page. Yeah. I'm always trying to figure out. I always want to know what the enemy is saying. Oh, I, I just have to. Two minutes of the news. That's all I need. Pretty much. Pretty much. All right, folks, well, that's it for today's show. But before we go, Mike is going to give a shout out to our sponsors. Hitman Industries, hitmanindustries.net. Now you can get uh, rifle and pistol caliber barrels in any length you need for your rifle or pistol builds. Also available now, Glock barrels. Check them out. 
California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind the enemy lines. Now you can take part in California's future today. Make sure you check out California's sixth congressional race as well. And if you want some field gear, you're going outdoor gear, tactical gear, hunting gear, whatever it is, everything but the gun over at uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. Please take a moment, visit our sponsors, and make sure you tell them it was the guys over at the Rundown that sent you. And with that, we're done for the day. We're done for the show, and we're done for the week. So I'm going to go have a good time this weekend. I hope that you do, too. I'm going to be safe this weekend. I hope you are, too. And we will see you again on Monday. Fun day. Gun day. Mike, cheers. Gun day. <laughs> Gun day. <laughs> <laughs>